In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven at the door. Of we serve. What a mighty God. We serve. What a mighty God. We serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. And just bow What a mighty God we serve one more time. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. We just bow before Him. What a mighty God we serve. Let's worship this mighty God. Let's worship the King of Kings. Let's worship the Lord of Lords. Let's worship the great I am that I am. Let's worship the rose of Sharon. Let's worship the lily of the valley. Let's worship the one that is, the one that is to come. Let's worship El Shaddai God. Let's worship Elohim God. Let's worship Jehovah Rapha. Let's worship Jehovah Sekedenu. Let's worship our Lord and our banner. Let's worship Him who seated on the heaven, or whose feet is on the floor of the head. Let's worship Him that is God that changeth not. Oh, the heaven is His throne, and the earth is His footstool. Oh, Father, we magnify your holy name. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for your doings in our life. Thank you because you changed us now. Blessed be your holy name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, ancient of the day. Thank you, mighty Redeemer. Thank you, the unfailing God. Thank you, faithful God. Thank you, our Lord. Thank you, our Savior. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, mighty God. Oh, we give you glory. Lord, we give you honor. 
Lord, we magnify your holy name. There is none like you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have worship. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords, we come unto you this afternoon, O Lord. Father, we ask, accept us just as we are in the name of Jesus. O Lord, whatever is buying and selling spirit in our midst, mighty God, we cast out in the name of Jesus. O Lord, cause our hearts, O Lord, to be fertile ground for your word in the name of Jesus. O give our here, O Lord, listening ability in the name of Jesus. Cause us to behold your beauty through your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. Thank you, Jesus. Quickly, let's turn our Bible to Exodus. Exodus chapter 11. Exodus chapter 11. I read verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet will I bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go hence. When he shall let you go, he shall surely trust you out hence altogether. Praise the Lord. Please turn with me to Psalm 105. Psalm 105. We read verses 36 to 38. Praise the Lord. Psalm 105. I read 36 to 38. He smote also all the firstborn in their land, the chief of all their strength. He brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble, feeble person among their tribes. Egypt was glad when they departed, for the fear of them fell upon them. Matthew 26. Matthew chapter 26. We read verses 26 to 28 of Matthew 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask, O oh Lord, that you expand your word in our hearts and set us free by the power that is in your word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. 
By the grace of God, we're looking at a message titled on common means. On common means. Praise the Lord. The passage that we read, first read in uh, Exodus 11, and I encourage you to open your Bible to Exodus 11. We look quite a number of passages as we go through this message this afternoon. We see the case of great deliverance by our God. Uh, what they experience in chapter 12 of Exodus is talking about the Passover, which we can call communion or the Lord's Supper, as we see during the time of our Lord Jesus Christ and up to today. Uh, it is an uncommon mean. Why? Because God himself instituted it. And the purpose of it is so that we will be delivered from everything that represents oppression in our life. Praise the Lord. Sin is an oppression. Sin has the power, the capability to keep us in the same spot. And that is what the Israelites experienced in the land of Egypt at that time. Praise God. So, they had terrible situation which they did not know how to come of it. There was poverty, there was sickness, and there was spiritual blindness. Praise the Lord. God instituted this meal, which is multi-purpose for their deliverance, to bring them out with a strong hand. Praise the Lord. As we read in that Exodus 11:1, 1, God said, I will strike with one more blow. That is what we read in New Translation of the same verse. I will strike with one more blow. Then Pharaoh will let you live. He will be so eager. He will be so eager to get rid of you. And he will even more or less force you out of the land. Praise the Lord. Quickly, uh, if we look at Exodus 12, uh, we see a kind of instruction that the Lord gave them and which is very paramount for us to have understanding even this day. In Exodus chapter 12, I read from verse 5. He said, Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year, Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and ye shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening, and they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unliving bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the potence thereof. And 
ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning shall ye burn with fire, and thus shall ye eat it with your loins guided, with your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and again all the and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord, and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can't imagine if there is a house in Egypt at that time in the camp of the Israelites without the mark of the blood. You can imagine what will be their loss. These instructions that was given concerning the Passover for that night was akito completely. Nothing was let out out of the instructions. And that is a lesson unto us. Whatever the Lord has asked us to do, whatever the word that has, he has spoken unto us, we ought to take it completely without any other interpretation of ours, without assuming can we put it on the side post and not on the lintel? Can we just heat and then roast some and then boil some? But the word of God was very specific. You shall not boil any. You shall roast and you shall heat all, not remaining. Praise the Lord. Let's take to that learning that whatever we hear of God, whatever instruction he has given unto us, we must comply completely. And that is where the benefit, the blessing in the word of God lies. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We can also see that that Passover lamb was to be without blemish, which means it represents our Lord and our Savior, who is the perfect lamb that God has given unto us. John, John the Baptist said in John chapter 1, 29, he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. He is the only one that is worthy to take away our sin. He is the only one that has paid for the remission of our sins. And him alone we look unto. No, no longer the blood of any bull, of any dog, of any goat, of any lamb but the precious blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We remember clearly that when Jacob came to the land of Egypt, he was a guest of the then Pharaoh. But what happened thereafter, when Joseph died and the Pharaoh was even changed, the people of the land, the Israelites, they forsook their God. They went into sin. And that is why the bondage that they suffered for 433 and 30 years came and became their Lord. Sin leads to slavery. Sin leads to slavery. And 
That is why we must flee. We must flee completely from anything that is sin. Because God, through his word and through the blood that was shed, has completely set us free. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When you look at that story very clearly, you will see reasons why the Lord allowed them to have that uncommon meal. When Pharaoh was to let them go, you can imagine there will be pregnant women. You can imagine there will be sickly ones. You can imagine there will be children. You can imagine there will be elderly. And the journey that they were about to start is a long journey. It's a journey full of different hurdles. It's a journey full of different challenges. But God fed them with that special meal. That special meal is all that they needed to be able to be strong, to be able to accomplish, to be able to stand against all the powers of the evil ones that was waiting ahead of them. And when we look at this passage clearly, we see the victories that they accomplished through this Passover. He said, when I see the blood, I will pass you over. Praise the Lord. First of all, they got a release from bondage. There was a release from bondage. In Exodus 12:33. Exodus 12:33, if you can look at the word of God with me. And Egyptians were urgent upon the people that they might send them out of the land in haste. For they said, we be all dead men. They had an experience in the night. They all lost their firstborn, including their animals. Praise the Lord. And even Pharaoh did not have a hand in this any longer. The people themselves said, they must leave us and leave Henceforth, and the Israelites got their relief letter instantly, even without the signal of the Pharaoh. And I decree this afternoon that everything that seems to be bondage for you, that the Lord of hosts will fight in your battle, and the Lord will release you, whether the enemy like it or not, whether it is convenient for them or not, in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. They didn't live empty-handed. In Exodus 12, 35 to 36, we saw that they had favor. They had favor. They got all the wages that they have labored for without being paid. So all that they have been hoeing them, it was like they were banking it for them. And they got it released instantly. And they got all their benefits, all their entitlements, from the hand of Pharaoh and all the people of the land. And I decree that whatever is hanging your benefit, whatever is keeping that which pertains to you, the Lord of hosts will cause a relief even this day in the name of Jesus. You shall not go empty-handed in the name of Jesus. Another victory the people of God experienced as they move out of Egypt, they got on the way and they found the Red Sea. And the Red Sea seems to be a giant on the way. Praise the Lord. But we know from the scripture that the Red Sea parted for the very first time in the history of mankind. The sea gave way 
and became a bridge of dry land for the people of God. And they walked on dry land, and Pharaoh and his host, they pursued them even into that dry land of the sea. And the word of God said that even as the Israelites moved out of that sea, every one of them, the sickly, the strong, the elderly, the children, even the animals, as they crossed that rest to the other side, the walls that stood came together, and the people that were pursuing them, they got perished. And I decree today, every of your pursuers, they shall be buried in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. As they continued their journey, they got to a place called Mara, and the water was bitter. And you can imagine in the desert, if you cannot drink water, which is the only thing that can refresh your soul, they got to a place where the water was bitter. And that we find in Exodus 15. The Lord of hosts turned that water to sweet water. Every bitterness in your home, everyone that is experiencing bitter in marriages, in careers, I decree sweetness in the name of Jesus. I decree a turnaround in your home, in your marriages, in your career, in the name of Jesus. In Exodus 15:26, we also saw that the law proved to them that he is indeed Jehovah Rapha. Exodus 15:26, and said, If thou wilt diligently hear, hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and we do that which is right in his sight, and we give here to his commandment, and keep all his status, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In that same instance, they also had another experience. The God and Hoesis, even in the desert. We see that in verse 27 of Exodus 15. And they came to Elim, where were twelve wells of water, and three score and ten palms free, and they encamped there by the waters. They had rest, they had refreshing, they had restoration, even in the midst of the desert. And I decree this afternoon, there shall be refreshing, there shall be restoration, there shall be rest all around you in the name of Jesus. You will no longer struggle in the mighty name of Jesus. Another victory that the people of God experienced, they got to a place and there was no longer food. They were tired of all that they have been having. And that we see in Exodus 16. In Exodus 16, verse 4. Exodus chapter 16, verse 4. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, and I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or not. In this passage, we see that the people of God, for the very first time, they had the opportunity to eat the angels' food. In verses 12 to 15 of the same chapter 16, I have heard the murmuring of the children of Israel speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, 
and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread. And ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it shall come to pass, but at even the quays came up and covered the camp. And in the morning the dew lay around about the, about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone, was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small ransom, as small as the hoar frost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna, for they will not that it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord has given you to him. The people of God, they took angels' food. And of course, they were stronger, they were heavier than the normal meal they were having. And they went on, and they got to a place where they got water even out of the rock. They became so thirsty, and they complained, they murmured to the man of God. And the man of God, God spoke to him and said, Go to Mountain Horeb, I will be there waiting for you. That we find in chapter 17 of the same Exodus. And the Lord stood on the Mountain Horeb, and Moses went there with all the elders, and he struck the rock, and water came out of the rock. That is another miracle. This is only because they hearkened unto the law. They partook of the Passover, and they got to that point, and they did not have water, and the Lord caused water to come out of the rock. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And as they continued their journey, they got a place, and they found the Amalek. And the Amalek stood against them, and they stood against their journey in life, but God fought for them. Joshua went to the battle, and Moses, Aaron, and Hall, they stood, raised up the hand of Moses. And even as the hand of Moses was raised up, the people of God, through Joshua, they won, they defeated the Amalek. And the Amalek was defeated that day. And we have seen, even as the people of God partook in that Passover meal, they had a common victory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Even this very day, we know that our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, He is our Passover. He is the one that shed His blood on that cross of Calvary. And through Him, we have access to the Holy of Holies. In Romans 3.23, the Word of God says, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Jesus died for us. Even as our Passover lamb is an unblemished, unblemished lamb of God that shed his blood on the cross for our sins. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And he said that that bread that we take, if it is flesh. And as you take that bread, you take it as you are taking the flesh of the Lord, the body of the Lord that was bruised for you, that was cruised for you, for your remission of sin, and for your head. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. In 1 Corinthians 11.25 11.25 
The word of God says, After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in my remembrance. Praise the Lord. As we partake of that, we know we are in covenant with our Lord. And that covenant is that which enables every one of us to come unto him. To everyone that come unto me, I will no longer cast out. God is able to do all things. He is Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. He is the mighty God. It's also said that as we eat, as we partake of that flesh, that he is going to strengthen us. We shall no longer be weakling. We shall no longer be feeble. Our strength will return even as we partake of it. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. What are the consequences of this uncommon meal? As we have seen, it is an end to bondage. As you sincerely, worthily partake of that meal, the Lord will indeed set you free. It will be your deliverance. Also, we see as we partake of the Holy Communion, it compares us to remember the Lord's coming. That is what we read in 1 Corinthians 11. It is important for us to remember that he is coming back again. He is coming back again. In John 14, 1-3, he makes us to remember his promises. His promise is that he's going and he's going to make a place for us. And whenever we remember all these promises, it enables us to know that there is a place where there is no longer sorrow. There is a place where there is no longer fear. There is a place where it is joy everlasting. Praise the Lord. In John 14, 1-3, we see our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. And whither there will be also. We need to have that focus in our life. That Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us. We ought to take Holy Communion without having shame. If you are partaking of it because of what others will say of you, because you don't want to be ashamed. It is a dangerous means. It is a means that you need to propose in your heart that you want to live right with God. Praise the Lord. I hope this is very clear to us. Do not partake of Holy Communion out of shame or out of pretense that you are living right. It's not for us to express to others that we are living right. It is indeed for us as an assurance that we are indeed living right. Amen? Praise the Lord. As we partake of it, its glory comes down. 
His glory will descend down. And the problem is, if anyone partake of it unworthily, that same glory that comes down can become a consuming fire over the sinners. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm more or less asking you to search your heart, to look carefully into your heart. Are you ready? Are you prepared to live holy after every communion that you partake of? And there is power in this communion. In Luke 24, In Luke 24, I read from verse 30, And it came to pass, as he sat at meal with them, he took bread and blessed it, and break and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. 32, and they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us? Why he talked with us by the way? And why he opened us the scripture? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Beloved, as we partake of the communion, there is power to open our eyes. There is power to open our eyes to see unseen opportunities. All that seems not right, our eyes is able to behold them. Our eyes is able to perceive evil things in the spiritual. Our spiritual blindness will become open as we correctly, worldly partake of communion. They knew him. There was a revelation of Jesus Christ to them. Even though he has walked with them for a very long journey, and they had the word of God from him, yet, until he broke the bread, until they partook of that communion, their eyes were not open. They were able to receive revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they got revived in their spirit. And the sorrow of the death that they knew of Jesus Christ, that sorrow turned to extreme joy, even as their spirit man and their eyes became open through partaking in that uncommon meal. And then, you see also, there could be multiple healing. Praise the Lord. That we have looked at in the case of the people of God in Israel. All those that were feeble, they become strong, even for the journey. And also, it is also a dangerous means because it seals destiny. It seals destiny. In John chapter 13, in John chapter 13, I quickly paraphrase some of the verses there. 26 says, John 13, 26, it is the one to whom I give the bread I dip in the bowl. When Jesus Christ said, there is the one among you who is going to betray me. 
Jesus Christ used communion even to release that information to the disciples. And the word of God says in 27, when Judas had eaten the bread, Satan entered into him. And Jesus said, hurry and do what you are going to do. Verse 30 says, so Judas left at once, going out into the night. This communion also sealed faith. It could be negative, it could be positive. I decree it shall be positive unto you in the name of Jesus. God's warning is an opportunity for repentance. God's warning is an opportunity for repentance. And whenever there is repentance, forgiveness accompanies it. Anyone that takes communion unworthily is feeling his or her faith negatively. There is hurt or sickness. In John 6, 51, in John 6, 51, the Word of God says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. That bread is his, his flesh. And according to Romans 8:11, that flesh is able to quicken our spirit. That is, is able to transfer the life that is found in Jesus Christ into our life, into our body, into our spirit. Is able to quicken our spirit. Praise the Lord. The point is, if you are always sick or weaker after communion, it may mean that something in your life violates the rule of communion. Shall I take that again? If you have found yourself weaker or sickly after communion, it may translate that there's something in you that violates the communion, the principle, the rule of partaking at the table. We need to look at our life through the word of God. Also, God does arise for the partaker of the communion. If we partake worthily, if we partake of it worthily and determining in our heart to go and see no more. God is able to arise for every situation that confronts us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In conclusion, by applying Jesus' blood on the doorpost of our heart, heating of his broken body, and living on the word of God, we are able to enjoy true freedom and abundant life. Let's rise up. I believe the Lord has spoken to us. Let's close our eyes. Let's ask the Lord, as I partake of the communion, Lord, let your flesh, let your blood, let it release fresh anointing, fresh fire, and fresh power 
into my life. Go ahead and pray. As I partake of Holy Communion, let your flesh, let your blood, let it release fresh anointing, fresh fire, fresh power into my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. We are going to decree that our deliverance is non-negotiable. Even as we partake of the communion, that every power, every spirit that keeps us in bondage to Satan is broken in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and declare it. Lord, my deliverance is non-negotiable. As I partake of the bread and the wine this day, Lord, let your spirit release me from every bondage in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, King of glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, go into the foundation of my life today and remove every root of sin. Can we turn it into prayer? Lord Jesus, go into the foundation of my life and uproot and remove, pull out completely every root of sin in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. Let's uh, quickly turn to our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. God has spoken to us very clearly about the Lord's Supper or Lord's Table, the Passover of the Lord. Let us once again go through the scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, Whoever eats this bread or drink this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself nor discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, 
and many are asleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Dear children of God, it is not only the ritual or a routine that we read the scripture, this portion, and we had more than that, what the communion means to us. So from the word of God, as you have understood, though it is that this table is kept for the people, those who believe in the Lord and accepted Him as the Lord and the Savior of their life. So now it's a time for you to come forward, those who are believe in the word. And even as we are led to pray, if you have, you feel that you have an unforgiven sin in you, it's a time for you to confess before the Lord and come and have your fellowship in this communion table. So before that, let's once again bow before the Lord and reconcile or repent before Him. If you have any unforgiven sins, God will forgive us and cleanse us and make us worthy to take part in this table. This is Father. Once again we come to you as your children. Thank you Lord that you have spoken to us very clearly about the why we should have this communion in our life. Yes, Lord, as the blood was placed on the doorpost, today we pray this blood of Jesus, door, our Lord, sprinkled on the doorpost of our hearts. Yes, Lord, cleanse us, purify us, and make us as the worthy people. Lord, even in this time, we pray for the bread and the wine which kept before us. Bless it and sanctify it. Yes, Lord, as you are going to take part in this, indeed we remember your death, your burial, your resurrection, and your coming. Yes, Lord, we not only remember, and we will declare your death to this world that you gave your Son, Jesus Christ, to us, to this world of Father, as a sacrifice for our sins. Thank you, Lord, for accepting our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please come quickly. Today we have to finish a little early. The other congregation requested us. Please cooperate with ashes and come in order as the word says.
from heaven you came helpless babe entered our world your glory will not to be found but to serve and give your life that we might live this is God, the servant king, he calls us now to follow him, to bring our lives as a daily offering, of worship to the servant king. There is My heavy load he chose to bear, his heart with sorrow was gone, yet not my will but your just taking the communion of the Lord and that communion is for the healing of your body that communion is for the, anything that is in your life that is going to be broken is going to be broken to, today, this, this afternoon put your hands where you think you have a problem now where you think you have a problem, put your hands there and God is going to heal you now the Lord is going to heal you put your hands on the area of your body you have a problem if there is a need, a nagging need, a desire in your life, God is going to heal you now. God is going to open doors, open heavens unto you now. Father, in the name of Jesus, in consonance with your word, blessed Father, that you will take away sickness from the midst of us. You will not visit us with the plague of Egypt. Blessed Father, the Bible says, healing is the children's bread. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, the name that's above every name, I send forth virtue, Father, on the body, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I demand healing now in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Massive breakthroughs. Open heavens. In Jesus' name. Is done. Father, we are careful to give you the praise and the glory. Unto you alone belong glory and praise and honor. The immortal, the only divine king, the king of all kings. We bless you. We magnify your name. Father, as we go, I pray that your presence shall be magnified in our lives. 
that as we go, blessed Father, we will terrify the enemy that is the mark in our body, the mark of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, touch not my anointed, and do my prophets no harm, and so shall it be. Check your body if you think you had problem before. If you think you had problem before, just check your body. Hallelujah. And come back next time and give testimony to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. May we say the grace together now. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, give goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Just shake your neighbor by your side and say, the Lord is strong in your life. The Lord is strong in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.